Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. Corporate tax policy. I know, right? A surefire way to mess up an otherwise fine day in the American economy. The president wants to change corporate tax rates. Congress and politics aside, though, the question is what happens if he does? From American public media, this is Marketplace. Marketplace is supported by Innocentive, helping organizations generate creative ideas and solve key problems through open innovation and crowdsourcing solutions. Innovation consultants available at 855-CROWD-NOW. And by FreshBooks, an online invoicing app for small businesses designed to help save time, get paid fast, and make invoicing easy. More at FreshBooks.com. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdal. It's Wednesday, today, the 22nd of February. Good as always to have you with us. Item one, as we get going today, this is a presidential election year. Item two, tax reform is a politically difficult thing. Item three, politically difficult things don't usually get done in presidential election years, which leads inescapably to conclusion four, the president's proposed changes to the corporate tax structure in this country might better be thought of as the first steps of a negotiation, not as something that will eventually become law as is. The logic, though, goes something like this. How does this country compete with Europe, with Asia, with anybody, actually, because it seems cheaper to do business everywhere but here? So the president wants to lower taxes for American companies, especially manufacturers. Our New York bureau chief, Heidi Moore, walks us through it. Today's official statements on corporate tax reform sounded to me like the teacher from Peanuts putting Peppermint Patty to sleep. <laughs> to jolt myself awake, I pretended to be the CEO of a company, Heidi's Widgets, and asked some experts whether this new plan would save me any money. Howard Gleckman at the Tax Policy Center helped me out. Let's say you're a very successful corporation, so you pay the top tax rate of 35%. We're going to cut it to 28%. Score. And since I'm a manufacturer, my new tax rate could be as low as 25%. But we're going to take away a lot of your tax breaks. Bummer. And he told me that my taxes will go up on the money I make overseas, but the government won't tell me how much. And here I was hoping they would let me bring that money back to the state so I could hire more people. Didn't work the last time. I'm dubious. That's Hope Krebs. She advises companies for the law firm Dwayne Morris. I think she's on to me. In 2004, when Heidi's Widgets got a tax break for those overseas profits, I didn't hire anybody. Manufacturers like me always want more. Well, don't we have tax breaks in favor of manufacturing? Yeah, we've got lots of them. Has it made a difference? No. So I'm paying 25% and I'm losing a bunch of tax breaks. How does Heidi's Widgets stack up next to GE? Howard Gleckman told me not to expect a level playing field, even at home. Heidi, you're never going to compete with General Electric. They have a staff of hundreds of lawyers who make sure that they pay taxes in the single digits. It's so unfair. But that seems to be something that the tax code can never fix. In New York, I'm Heidi Moore for Marketplace. Today, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau set its sights on overdraft fees. That extra hit, something not insignificant usually, like 35 bucks or so, that you take in the case of insufficient funds. Never happens to you, you say? Well, congratulations, you're among the vast majority that rarely or never overdraws. But we heard this statistic this morning on another public radio program that 84% of overdraft fees are racked up by just 9% of consumers. And so we got to wondering who that 9% is. 
Elizabeth Wynne Johnson has more now from Washington. Does this sound familiar? You know money's tight this month, but you think you're okay. Then the bank statement arrives. FYI, (laughs) we charged you $35 or $85 uh, this month in overdraft charges. And you would say, well, now, how is that possible? Bart Naylor is an expert in financial regulation at the consumer advocacy group Public Citizen. We certainly welcome the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau's entry into this very nettlesome area of, of overdraft fees. What exactly is so nettlesome about a penalty for promising money that's not there? I can remember the day, and I'm old enough to remember this, uh, when uh, people overdrew the 